0: Rest unto your soul. It's easy. Amen. Okay.
1: Amen. So, Hallelujah. We are going to jump right into our topic tonight, which is all about rest and the vital importance of rest and how it affects our overall health. So I'm actually going to be taking – so I'd like for everybody to, if you can, grab um, something to write with and something to write on, because I'm going to be giving you some tips as it pertains to rest and sleeping. If you can grab a pen or pencil, whatever works for you, and a piece of paper, And I'm going to be um, talking a little bit about sleep, and then I'm going to read an excerpt from my book, um, which is called um, How to Kick Cancer, 30 Days and Beyond. And the whole book really goes into how to work with your natural body cycle to prevent and eliminate the conditions for cancer or any other disease to grow and thrive in your body. And I have a whole chapter on sleep. So I'm going to be sharing that chapter with everybody this evening and um, there are eight pointers that I will be giving you that you can implement into your sleeping routine or that will help to improve your sleep routine um, and ultimately improve your health. So I'm going to give everybody a minute. I feel like I need a minute, because every time I sing, I get nervous, so I need to sort of calm myself. Um, So I'm going to give
0: everybody
1: a couple of more seconds to um, grab the pen and paper. All right, so I don't remember if – I don't remember. I don't know how many of you remember when we first started the health call. I mentioned that um, our bodies go through three phases, and we covered the first phase, which was the elimination phase, um, and then we made an about turn, and I didn't get to cover the other two phases, so tonight we'll be covering one of those phases, to, yeah, tonight, and um, this phase is called the assimilation phase so basically our body cycles through three different phases every single day every single day and this has everything to do with our natural biological rhythms so our creator has these rhythms right so in nature we see the rhythms we see the rhythms of spring summer autumn winter we see those rhythms within nature we see the rhythm of night and day we see the rhythm even for women who are, are so menstruating. That's another cycle. That's another rhythm. Menopause is another rhythm. It's like, you know, it's, it's these seasons. So we go through these seasons in, um, in life physically, spiritually, and mentally, all of the above. And so part of... Um, this, this, well, the phase that I'll be covering tonight, which is part of our circadian rhythm, um, which is our natural 24-hour biological clock. And this particular, this, the, the circadian rhythm actually helps us helps our bodies to decipher day from night. So this is how we know when our bodies know when it's daytime and our bodies know when it's nighttime and our bodies know when it's, know when it's time to eat and our bodies know when it's time to to, um, start breaking things down and getting rid of toxins and getting rid of waste, all of that is part of the circadian rhythm. However, sometimes, and I would say probably a lot of the time, because of the type of lifestyles that we lead, we come out of sync with our natural rhythm, and when I say come out of sync, I'm I'm saying when we get out of alignment. Okay, so our bodies work best when we are working with those natural physical cycles that the Creator has put in place. Um, but due to things like, um, you know, the modern invention of electricity, because we're able to, you know, when it gets dark, we're able to turn lights on and fall asleep with lights on, all these things affect our um, circadian rhythm. So I am going to, I think by now everybody's got their pen and paper, so I'm going to start reading um, from my book. This is chapter four, and it's called The Assimilation Phase. So this phase happens between the hours of 7 p.m. and 4 a.m. the following morning. During this phase, Your body is busy at work repairing cells. Nerve cells are communicating and reorganizing to support healthy brain function. Cells are restoring energy and releasing anything that is no longer needed, like hormones and proteins. And it's storing new information, so it's moving information from our short-term memory into our long-term memory so that we're not overloaded. It's also during this time the body is releasing toxic waste from the central nervous system which allows your brain to function optimally when you wake up. Balancing it also balances the chemicals that contribute to your mental health. During this time it's also making proteins that fight against infection and inflammation. And during this phase, this is when your body is hard at work to help to keep your weight under control and so much more. So I really just touched on a few. That that doesn't fully encompass all that happens during this phase, but that's a lot of what's happening during this phase. So to allow your body to be able to fully maximize the benefits of this stage, the following are very important. So this is where I need you all to start taking notes. Okay, So tip number one, so I'll go through each tip, I'll give you the tip, and then I'll talk a little bit on the tip and explain to you why this is important, okay? So tip number one is no eating after 7 p.m., definitely 8 p.m. the latest, okay? This allows the body at least two to three hours to digest and process your last meal of the day so that your resting isn't affected by your body needing to break food down. So basically, it's like it says, it's self-explanatory, that during this time, if you give yourself like your body needs at least two to three hours to break down the food that you've eaten. Otherwise, what happens is you'll go to sleep on it, and your body will do one of two things. It will try to continue to digest that food, or it will just stop. And then that's usually when we'll wake up the next day feeling like you can still feel your meal from the following day, or sometimes you can wake up with a headache or feeling sluggish and just yuck. (laughs) For lack of a better word, you just don't feel great. Um, Or heartburn, that can be another symptom that you experience because you didn't allow your body to properly digest your food. And again, this interrupts your ability for your body to really go into deep healing, restorative sleep because there was a job that was unfinished. And now you've got food sitting in your stomach, putrefying um, and rotting because it didn't get to um, digest properly. The other problem with that is now your body is absorbing that food that's in your body because it has to go somewhere. And... Now it's absorbing the putrefaction, which is not good for your blood and it's not good for your system. So cutting off your eating time, you want to go like 8 p.m. the latest. Do not go past 8 p.m., okay? All right, tip number two. A good sleep hygiene routine is really important. A good routine lets your body know it's time to wind down and get into rest mode. It's imperative to restful sleep as well has your environment being set up to promote restful sleep? Okay, and so here are some areas that we're going to consider as it pertains to maximizing and making sure that you are creating an environment for you to get restful sleep. Okay, so number three, part of your bedtime routine could be a shower, meditation, prayer. A warm drink, you want to stay away from caffeine. You definitely do not want to uh, be intaking anything that's a stimulant that's going to get your body going because we're not in the mode of going. We're in the mode of winding down. Okay? So if you want a warm drink before you go to bed, uh, herbal teas like chamomile tea or cherry juice. So cherry juice has a naturally occurring melatonin. And melatonin is, a, melatonin is the hormone that the body releases that lets your body know it's sleep time. So drinking cherry juice before bedtime um, is definitely a good way to give your body, especially if you struggle with going to sleep, right? This would be a really good way of um, of giving your body extra melatonin, Um as well as being part of a routine where your body's like, oh, she's drinking melatonin, or he's drinking melatonin, melatonin, cherry juice, or chamomile tea. Oh, it's time to wind down. It's just like a signal, right? Just the same way that you know those of us who've had children that we created bedtime routines for them. So, you know, when they took that bath, or when you were rubbing lotion on their bodies, or giving them a massage, or you know, the, the lights were dimmed. They got the they got the inclination there. It was, we're getting ready for bed. It's time for winding down. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the naturally occurring melatonin helps to induce sleep. And um, golden milk. So I have a recipe for golden milk. If anyone is interested in um, getting that recipe for the golden milk, for the golden milk, I will put it in the group. Um, the golden milk is basically it's turmeric. It has turmeric in there and like cinnamon, and it's a very tasty. Um, but it's another way it helps to kick inflammation as well. But it's another way to sort of just induce sleepiness. Okay, so that's a really good um, nighttime beverage. All right, number four, tip number four. Yeah, we're on tip number four. A dark room. Your room should be as dark as possible. And if it's not possible to get your room really dark, um, investing in uh, an eye mask or some blackout curtains will be really good to um, create the dark atmosphere that the body needs because it's when that darkness um, is penetrating the body, the body is aware that, okay, it's time to sleep and it begins to release the chemicals that help to induce sleep. So that would be one of the reasons why falling asleep with the light on is not necessarily good for you because your body's not able to really go as deeply into sleep, restorative sleep that the body needs in order to heal. Tip number five, a cool room. Studies show that 65 degrees is optimal sleeping temperature. Now, I'll be honest with you, okay? I, when I read that, I was like, there's no way. I am not putting my AC at 65 degrees Um, (laughs) because I get cold so easily. I really do. Um, But even if you don't want to do 65 degrees, you could turn turn the fan on in your room or just get it as cool as you can. The point is you don't want to – like if the temperature in your room that you're sleeping in it's too hot or too cold, cold, it affects your body's ability to drop the internal temperature. And all of this works as part of getting your body ready for sleep. So when you are going to sleep, your internal, the internal temperature in your body also drops. It drops down to a particular temperature. And so if you're too hot or you're too cold, that can actually disrupt um, and have a disruptive effect on sleep. Number six, disconnection from electronic devices. Yeah, this one can be challenging for some. Okay, so including but not limited to social media, TV. Um, so you want to trade out those things for, like, you know, right as you're settling in to go to bed, maybe settle in with um, a good book or maybe just laying down and just emptying out all your thoughts or journaling. So implementing those types of behaviors um, are supportive of you winding down and getting good rest. Why, Coach Nikki? Because your TV and the lights in your room and your phones emit something called a blue light. And the blue light mimics like daytime, okay? And so it's disruptive. Your body is not able, your body gets confused about what time of day it is. And so then it doesn't get, again, it does not go as deeply into sleep as necessary so that your body can do what it's supposed to do. And that's the only time your body does this is during sleep time. So making sure that you're creating an environment. um, And also just, you know, just disconnecting from the stimulus you know, your brain just going, 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 you know, you're, you're, it's, it's time for you to stop all of that and go into a resting mode, okay? All right, number 7 at the end Number seven, getting to bed before midnight. Now, this is a big one, okay? So I'm going to break something down for you, um, and hopefully I break it down in a way that is – is easy for you to grasp. So every hour of sleep before midnight counts as two hours. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Every hour of sleep before midnight counts as two hours to your body. So ordinarily you would say from the hours of 10 o'clock to midnight, that would be two hours, right? But when you actually go to sleep, those two hours now register as four hours to your body. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced um, falling asleep early, and then you wake up and you feel so rested, and you're like, man, what time is it? And you look at the your phone or your clock, and you're like, it's only 1 o'clock or it's only 12. Like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I've been sleeping forever. And it is because of this phenomenon. Every hour before midnight doubles. okay so it's like your body is getting double the rest. Um, so I'm gonna read what I've got here. Every hour of sleep before midnight counts as two hours. So if you go to bed at 10 pm and wake up at 6 pm. the next 6 am the next morning, the hours from 10 pm. to 2 am. count as four hours of sleep, not two giving you the equivalent of 10 hours of sleep and not eight. So I hope that that, I hope that, that was clear. All right. <clears throat> so that's getting to bed before midnight. So implementing that practice and just taking full advantage of that, you know, as much as you possibly can, is going to be really good for you. Okay. And those two hours before midnight, so there's, we're going to go into tip eight, which is the best sleep window. So there is a particular point in our sleeping cycle that our body um, really benefits. And if you miss that window, you don't really get the quality of sleep that your body needs to do what it needs to do. So um, between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. is when your body is doing its best healing and recovering. So again, between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. is when your body is doing its best healing and recovering because during that time, your melatonin, remember we talked about that with the cherry juice, that's the hormone that your body releases that lets your body know it's time to sleep. The melatonin production during that time is at its highest. So this is when you're really experiencing deep sleep. So, you know, obviously, it kind of goes without saying, but if you're going to sleep at like 2 o'clock in the morning, then you've missed that window, okay? And also, not getting enough sleep, not capitalizing on making sure that you're getting enough sleep causes a host of issues and creates an environment for disease disease to thrive in your body and also makes it really difficult for you to control your weight. So if you're a person that doesn't sleep very well or doesn't get adequate, an adequate amount of hours of sleep, you may find that you struggle to keep your weight under control. And that's because you're out of sync and the hormones that are there to keep you in balance are out of balance because you are out of balance. All these things are fixable, but you know you want to start implementing uh, the tips that I gave you. So those are the eight tips for uh, the assimilation phase and really maximizing resting. I can't really emphasize how important how important rest is. You know. That's why we read the scripture that we read this evening although it you know it it doesn't necessarily speak directly to physical sleep your spiritual body needs the rest you must rest you have to unplug you have to wind down because if you don't your body will get sick there's no two ways around that if you do not sleep and get adequate rest you will be susceptible and open to a myriad of diseases, including cancer. Studies have shown that people who do not get adequate rest, that their risk for cancer increases exponentially. Okay? And so um, I thought that it was really important to share this, especially as we come around the holidays and we want to burn the candles at both ends. Um, Just make sure that you are prioritizing your health and taking care of yourself and getting adequate rest to allow your body to do what it was naturally designed to do by the creator, which is to keep you in balance and to heal anything that's, you know, out of alignment, that's out of balance, that your body and your immune system is able to do its job. But if you are not getting adequate rest and you're not taking care of your body adequately, the body is not able to do what it was designed to do naturally. It will do its best and it will do what it can do, but it's only to your benefit to do all that you can do to support it in any way that you can. Okay, so we're at 8.37. So I am going to wrap up. Um, I do want to open up the floor for anybody who may have a question as it pertains to anything to do with health or sleep, um, or if anybody has a comment or if anyone wants to share something, please feel free to step up and share with us tonight or ask a question. And there's no stupid question. We don't know what we don't know. And if we don't ask, we won't know. So if anybody has a question that would like to ask or a comment, please feel free to do so now.
2: I have a question. Um, It pertained to the risk sleep, but at one time I had problems with um, total knee um, before I had a replacement. So it was like I was in constant pain, but I had gotten so used to the pain that I wasn't sleeping. But at that time, it it caused my adrenaline glands to go haywire. The doctor mm-hmm. So can you speak to that, if you don't mind?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, who am I speaking with? Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. Thank oh. you so much for stepping up and asking the question. So I want to make sure that I was understanding what you were saying. So you had a knee replacement, you said? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. But prior, okay. prior to the total knee, I was in serious pain mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so typically with situations like that um, where you have to have your knee replaced, a lot of the time that's due to, that can be due to varying factors, but it's a lot of the time also due to inflammation, okay? So we have inflammation in our body. So inflammation in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's actually a mechanism that the body uses to fight disease or fight infection, The problem comes when our bodies, because of our lifestyles and our diets, where it stays in inflammation mode. When our body stays in inflammation mode, we start to develop diseases like arthritis, and gout, and a host of other. There are many diseases that are linked to, diabetes is linked to inflammation. Um, Hypertension is linked to inflammation. Um, And so, I can well imagine that what was happening was, was of course, your body wasn't, you know, it was dealing with the inflammation and it wasn't able to shut down properly because of the pain. Um, And so you really weren't able to go into deep rest and go into deep sleep because, you know, that pain was hovering and you could feel it and it was just preventing you from um, going into sleep naturally as your body, you know, is designed to do. But I'm really glad that you got that um, taken care of. Um, However, I would like to encourage you to take a look at your diet um, and um, maybe look at what could possibly have been causing the inflammation um, and see if you can eradicate that. And the reason I say that is that in our society, there is a tendency to only want to take care of the symptom. So the symptom was you were having pain in your knee, and so the doctor was like, let's take care of that so that you don't have any pain in your knee. But if you never get to the root issue of what your body was trying to communicate and why that particular um, ailment manifested in your body, it can manifest somewhere else at another time. So you want to get to the root issue of anything that shows up in your body, remembering that this is our body's way of communicating with us and that we need to pay attention. Not not silence the symptoms, not make it go away by popping pills and you know, because we can't feel it, it means it's gone. It doesn't mean it's gone. It's still there. It's just that we covered it up. Okay? So I hope I answered your question.
2: Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're very
1: welcome. You're so very, very welcome. Anybody else have a question or a comment?
2: Yes, I have a question. Um um I know you mentioned cherry juice to drink at night. I'm not a cherry fan, but um um is there any type of, and I, I couldn't make clear about the other warm drink you said you, we can drink at night. Um, mm-hmm. was, it, was there any particular type of tea or anything we can drink at night to instead of the cherry juice?
1: Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, who am I speaking with? Uh this is Annette. Hi, Annette. Okay, so yes, chamomile tea is a really good tea for helping your body to, and this is provided that you're not allergic to daisies. If you're allergic to daisies, then you don't want to do chamomile tea. Um, but chamomile tea is a very good tea to help your body to calm down and just get into a, relax, a relaxation mode. Valerian tea um, is also another good tea that's good for that. Um, and then the other drink I had mentioned was the golden milk And um, like I said, if anybody wants it, I will put the recipe in the group. Um, And that particular recipe also, yeah, I will, okay. So um, that recipe actually helps to fight inflammation. So it's beautiful because while your body is doing what it's doing at night while you're sleeping, it's also working on your behalf, but it also helps you to go to sleep and just sort of get into that mode of, all right, it's sleep time. So, yeah, those, the Valoran, chamomile, and the golden milk, which I will post in the group um, for everybody. And I'll post it as a, um, almost like a PNG, like a picture with the, with the directions on there and the recipe. And um, it's actually in my book, so that's easy for me to pull out. And I will add it to the group. So thank you for asking that question. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Okay. Does anybody else have a question or a comment? Anybody
2: else? Yes, uh, this is Deb Fraser.
0: How you doing?
1: Hi, uh, Sister Fraser. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good.
1: Is good. there anything low in sugar
2: concerning the drinks that you can uh, possibly consider? Something that's low in sugar
1: um so the cherry juice obviously wouldn't if you're looking for low in sugar wouldn't be the optimal although it's not terribly high in sugar but I know what you're saying when you want low in sugar so the chamomile tea you can do without putting a sweetener in there if you're gangster like that I'm gangster like that so (laughs) I can drink my herbal teas without any type of sweetener but you can just you know omit the sweetener if you you know if you if you think that you can do that you know, sometimes all it takes is a re education of our taste buds. So, we, our taste buds have gotten accustomed to um, the amount of sugar that is in varying products that we eat on the market today. And sometimes just resetting your palate, you know, and, and it, it takes some getting used to. And then what happens is, after a while, your body's just like, oh, this is great. I can actually taste. I can actually taste what it's supposed to taste like in its natural state without the added salt and the added sugar. Um, Water fasting is also really good. It's really good for helping your palate to reset, um, even if you only did it for a couple of days. But, of course, if you have a health condition, you should consult with your physician before doing a water fast. Um, I'm trying to think of that. So any of the herbal teas, you can do them sans sugar, without the sugar. Um, the golden milk, the golden milk, um, the recipe, I, um, have included as part of the recipe agave nectar. Um, but again, you can omit the agave nectar and just, you know, I I don't know that I want to say that there is, okay, that's not true. Coconut sugar. Coconut sugar is very low on the glycemic index. Um, it's not going to give you a super sweet flavor, but it will give you a little bit. So agave, uh, not agave, sorry, coconut sugar is good for that, and it's actually really good for baking as well. So it's brown. Um, it's, co- it's literally coconut sugar. It's actually from the coconut.
0: Okay. So Where can I find this coconut
1: of- sugar? So coconut sugar, I've seen it um, in some Walmarts. Some Walmarts will carry it. Um, Any health food store, any Whole Foods, if if you have a Trader Joe's, um, Sprouts. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Sprouts, Uh, Fresh Market, if you have a Fresh Market, Um, and any Asian store. Any Asian store, because they use that in their cooking. Any Asian store will have coconut sugar. Okay. Okay? Thank you, uh-huh. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Okay, do so we have any more questions or comments? So you would recommend honey? Would I recommend honey? Um, not from the standpoint of you wanting to do – it depends on how low a sugar that you're trying to do, right, like how low you want to go. But if you're going to do honey, honey is um, – It can be very medicinal in nature, provided that you get the right honey. So you want to stick with an organic honey, and you want to do local honey. If you can possibly go to um, a, if there's a local beekeeper in your area, that is going to be the best place for you to go, because the commercial honey is trash, and that's just me being honest. Um, It's actually not pure honey. They've actually watered it down and added other things that are not good for the body, so if you can find a trusted beekeeper who is not feeding their bees sugar but actually allowing their bees to go out and collect nectar from flowers, so you want to find a trusted beekeeper because some beekeepers uh, feed their um, their um, their bees wa- sugar water um. So yeah, finding a local one versus a you know a, a beekeeper who does mass production for companies, they're going to do the sugar water with their bees. But someone who is like a family-owned beekeeping business, they tend to be um, more honest with the, the production of the type of honey that their bees are producing. So um, that would be my best um, suggestion. Other than that, if you're going to buy honey in the store, Manuka honey. Manuka honey is very, very, very medicinal. So, it's M-A-N-U-K-A. So, manuka honey. Manuka
2: Manuka honey. Yes. It's not like the raw honey. It's not like the raw honey is like...
1: Well, it, it is it, it, when you when you get manuka honey, it is kind of like it's it's not it's not pasteurised, right? It's not they haven't heated it. Manuka honey is typically going to be in its raw form. Okay. 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 Thank you. You're so welcome. All right. Does anybody else have a question or a comment? Anybody else? Question or comment? okay with that i am going to share something and actually i was i intended to share this but i forgot (laughs) and i was um reminded by the young lady i think she said her name was jeanette i think so and she said when she was talking about waking up in pain every day so um as I said, that the holidays are approaching, right? And as we are accustomed to, there is the whole the New Year's coming, and everybody starts to make New Year's resolutions. And usually, health, statistically, health is other like anything to do with health, are the top three resolutions that lots of people tend to make. Unfortunately, about three to four weeks into our uh, making our New Year's resolutions, it's a wrap. Like you know, people just lose steam. And statistically, they say only 9% of people actually see their New Year's resolutions all the way through to the end of the year. I personally do not make New Year's resolutions because I wanted to stop lying to myself (laughs) many years ago. And I had to find a way to incorporate um, my choices and my improvements to my health as a lifestyle. And so because of that, I created something that, begins January 2nd until January 8th, and it's called the seven-day reset. And so what we covered today in the assimilation phase about, you know, um, the sleep habits in this course we will actually be going through all three phases um, and going deeper into how to implement these practices into your life to reduce inflammation in your body, to reverse disease and prevent disease, and to basically reset your body to a place where it does what it was naturally designed to do, which is heal, because that's exactly how the creator made our bodies. It's, it's, it's designed and set up to heal, but because of the lifestyles that we live, we're out of sync. And so therefore we deal with illness and sickness and just all sorts of craziness, right? And stress and, and all of the above. So, Um, It's seven days. It's a live online course, okay, but if you're not able to catch it live, there are replays that you will have access to that you can watch it at a time that would be better for you. So I will be putting a link in the group for you to be able to sign up. Well, not necessarily sign up. You can give your information so that when I have, I'll be finishing. Hello? Hello? I'll be finishing up um, the link to send out to everybody who is interested in joining. Um, It starts January 2nd to January 8th, and you'll receive an email with the details, like the full details on what we'll be covering um, every day. Um, I know that day one and two – actually, I can look right now. I know that day one and two is mindset. We'll be covering mindset on day one and two. because mindset is the foundation to absolutely everything everything is the foundation for what I'm trying to find where it is, yeah, okay, so yeah, day one and two is mindset day um, day two, day three, day three is getting to the root. So on that day we'll focus on getting to the root of why this particular disease or ailment that you're dealing with has manifested in your body and you'll learn strategies to prevent the disease from manifesting and reoccurring in the future. Day four we'll be talking about diet, learning the importance of what to eat, when to eat so that you're eating with your circadian rhythm, so that it positions your body to heal you naturally and how food communicates with your body, ultimately working together to position your immune system and keeping your gut health in balance and ready for battle. On day five, we'll be talking about a toxic-free environment and how um, the toxins in your home are making you sick, the toxins in your self-care products and your hygiene products are making you sick, and the switch-outs that you can make so that you know you can get rid of that toxic uh, waste in your body so that your body can get back to operating the way that it's supposed to. Day six, we'll be talking about syncing your biological rhythm and, um, so that you can increase your energy levels, improve your sleep quality, and so much more. And then on day seven, we'll be covering emotional, mental, and spiritual health and understanding that you are not your body, that you are a spiritual, mental, and emotional individual that's wrapped up in a body, in a physical flesh body, having a human experience, and how important it is to tap into each one of those areas and make sure that you are well in each of those areas. And also you'll learn tips on what you can do to make sure that you're remaining um, in balance in those areas. So, um, yeah, so it's a seven-day, seven-day, 7 days. yeah, it's called the Seven-Day Reset. And I will put the link in the group so that if anyone is interested, you can just go ahead and sign up. And then, as soon as I am, um, as soon as I've wrapped up this information, you'll receive an email with all of the details and the cost. It's not expensive because I didn't want it to be expensive so that it would be accessible for everybody to be able to participate in it. So with that, I am going to stop talking because it's 8.56 and I'm going to turn it back over to Pastor Bibi. And I want to thank everybody for taking time out of your evening and spending with me. I so appreciate you doing this because I realize you could be doing so many other things. And I want to celebrate you for desiring to make your health important and making it a priority and getting the information that you need in order for you to position your body to do what it was designed to do so that you can be here to complete your mission that you were sent here to complete. So thank you again. I love you all. Even though I may not know you, we are not separate. We are one. And if you're hurting, I'm hurting. And so I'm here to help you to not hurt and to get better. All right, Pastor Bibi, I am turning it back over to you.
2: Thank you, Coach Nicole. I just want <clears throat> to pray a, a blessing over you and a covering um, and just fill you as you have poured, poured out. I mean, a lot of times we don't understand ministry at its height. And you, re- I don't know if you realize or not, but you have ministered your heart out because one of the things about rest and not getting rest brings stress to our bodies. And we know that when we're stressed, that is the beginning of a disease. That's, that's the beginning of the enemy trying to still kill and destroy us. And so, Father, we just come to you just thanking you for Nicole. Thank you for Nicole Emmon and her family, um, her husband, and all her eight children. Father, I just pray a blessing upon them. As Nicole has um, poured out from you, Father, from the gifts that you have imparted in her to to. To just bless us with, I pray, Father, that you will fill her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Father. And I pray now that you, whatever that's on her heart, um, in her mind that anything that's burdening her soul right now, Father, that you will begin to comfort her in those places, that you will just open up heaven and bless her in ways that she will even not be able to understand. And, Father, we just come in agreement with, the, with her heart on the prayers that she have lifted up unto you. We pray now, Father, that the very thing that's on her heart that is representing you and the fullness of who you are, that it will come forth. In Jesus' name, that she will see who you are and that she will know that she is blessed because she has poured out her heart from the gift that you have imparted in her. And we thank you for Nicole. We give you glory for the words that came out of her mouth to keep us healed and set free from the enemy's distractions and, and devices to kill us off and help us walk in sickness and, and, and hurt and pain. We thank you. Father, that you are faithful to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to open it up. um, I know it's late, but if there's any prayer requests, we will take a few of those if there's any.
1: Thank you, Pastor Pepe. I really appreciate that. No
2: problem. Love you. Love you, too. If there's any prayer requests, the line is open. Yes, um, I have a niece named Katie. She's really sick. They have ran tests after tests to see what's going on with her, and they're going to be running some more tests. That's going to be two days of tests. They're trying to figure out what's going on with her and why she's getting sick and everything. So just pray for the healing of her body and stuff, and that includes diarrhea and vomiting and all the symptoms and stuff. So be praying for her. How old is Katie? Uh Katie is 35. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay, Father, we we lift Katie up to you right now, Father. We just thank you. Father for her family that's standing in the gap that believes in the power of Jesus that believes in the name of Jesus that know without a shadow of a doubt if we come into agreement under his holy name that this is done and so Father you know what's going on in Katie's body right now Father you could align her body Father you can send the doctors that that believe in your in your goodness and have faith to find out exactly what's going on in her body, and so Father, we call forth knowledge upon the doctors that's around her right now. Father, we we call forth wisdom upon the nurses that's upon her right now, Father, and we say uh, unto into the spirit realm right now that they will hear, that they will have an ear to hear from you, Father, and they will know without a shadow of a doubt that it's you, even if it sounds off, oh, if it sounds. Out of line. If it sounds crazy, Father, that they will have the faith to know that it is you speaking, and they will move on Katie's behalf. Father, you sent your word, and we was healed. And so, Father, from this prayer line, we send we send the word unto Katie right now, and we call her healed from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. Her body shall align in Jesus' name. We bind every unbelief, every unbelief that's around her right now. And Father, we loose your word. We lose Jesus. We lose the fullness, the volume of your word that shall heal her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anyone else for prayer? Anyone else? Okay. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pray out. Um, One of the things that Nicole spoke about, um, well, overall she spoke about rest. And I I know a a, a lot of times um, as Christians, um, whether we believe it or not or whether we have faith or not, we worry. We deal with this this spirit of wortion and and we deal with um, um, the factors of anxiety and depression and, and brokenness of the heart, we, we deal with the, the impact of all those strongholds that ultimately come to the root of stress, which brings sickness unto our bodies. And those things is what takes our risk. And so I just want to encourage you out there, um, because we have a savior, because he sent his only begotten son that not only that we have life blood running through our, our our veins and we have he strategically put this human body together to to make us flow and walk in the fullness of who he called us to be on this earth, but he gave us life abundantly that we we could bring all our burdens to him when we're heaven laid it, we could bring it all to him when when we don't know which way to go, we could bring it all to the altar. And that's real. We have to get to a place that we know that we know that we know that he is real and that the words that come out of our mouths are powerful. And so I would say unto everyone on this line, under the sound of my voice, start speaking life. Some would say speak positive words. Don't don't begin to, um, the, the word of God says, if, if you believe, these signs shall follow you. If you don't believe, you already damned. So don't damn yourself in the negative words, but begin to speak life in your situation. And so rest is imperative to being in a place of sound mind and full of love. And so Father, I'm, I'm gonna come in the fullness of who you called us to be in the image and likeness. I come in a in the authority of in this earth realm, understanding that we have full operation of full we we. Of you in this earth realm that we can speak to oration. We can denounce it. We can decree and declare that it has no rain. Um, no rain in our lives, and that we can lose a sound mind. Mm. Father, we come and, and we denounce anxiety right now, Father, and we lose a prayer life. We lose the fullness of your word and speaking your very words over our lives. Father, we denounce anxiety right now in the name of jesus father we come against depression oppression father you say that you sent your holy spirit that we may have comfort we may that we may be confident and father you bring did you bring these things unto us that we may be one with you and so we denounce now in the name of jesus depression If there's anyone on this line right now, Father, that's dealing with depression, that's dealing with anxiety, Father, I I pray now that you're speaking unto their hearts and their souls right now and that they know they could glean from the soundness of your word, that they could glean from having communication with you and praying, that they know that the joy of the Lord is their strength. Father, if there's anyone on this line right now that's brokenhearted, that heart's been broken. It could have been broken by a spouse. It could have been broken in a relationship. It could have been broken by a family member, Father. And it's it's just chasing them down year after year after year. Especially around this time of the year. Father, we, we come against that broken heart right now, Father. And we're praying that they will hear the soundness of your word, of your of your voice, that they would hear that still that still voice in their heart and in their mind. That they would know that everything it's gonna be okay. We we just uproot that 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 very thing, that that broken heart. We uproot it now, and we we, we pray a, a renewed a renewed heart, a a, a a wholeness of your of your spirit upon their heart right now, and just begin to wipe out, move out every piece of broken. We call that for in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father, as, as we all go through this process, as we all go through this deliverance, that everyone will have sweet, sweet rest upon their bodies, and they will sleep in your, in your goodness. They will sleep in your peacefulness because you're faithful God. And we thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name, and we give you the glory you are are magnificent. You are omnipotent. You are the fullness of our joy, and you are our strength, and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody have a beautiful night. Have a Merry Christmas.